0: It is Tuesday the 21st of May 2019 and this is episode 354 of Digital Outbox. Welcome along to a new episode of Digital Outbox. I am Chris, and Ian is with us as well. Hello, Ian. Evening, Chris. Good to be back. Yes, it's been a little while. Um, but let's let's get ourselves caught up with some more recent news. We it's been a few weeks, uh, and there's some news that's become irrelevant. So we've decided we're going to chop it out, um, <laughs> uh, and we're going to k- crack on with the uh, the wins, the ones that we want to talk about. Um, and the last time we spoke at you we were talking about the galaxy folder in fact it was a few weeks before our last one um but they were having awful problems with um folding and engine and sorry uh journalists getting duff um screens and things like that but so effectively they had to they had to pull it before they actually put these things on sale right
1: uh, yeah so um they initially said it was like because they were, they were in denial mm. all these failed phones feeling in different ways dust getting under the screen I fixed it. did the tear down and showed you where the dust was getting in and causing the problems and they were like yeah you shouldn't be doing that send it back they they did a kind of cease and desist on the tear down and it, they were still but they were still saying next week we're going ahead and then a couple of days before they were like no this is bust yep we ain't going ahead um it, 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 it's, it's fixable and they said i think they said at the time next month we'll give you an update but that's not happened
0: yes um, so we've and I've, given them ample opportunity, but to get their there, but they haven't done it. So, and even they even did things
1: like if you pre-ordered, see if you want, to, see if you want to cancel it, we'll give you a full refund. See if you've, you know. So they've proved
0: with the battery side of things that they have an awful lot of absorption capability, right? Um, all those kind of firms out there. So, do you think they're going to absorb this, or do you think they will fix it?
1: I think they'll fix it, but I think it's a redesign of the hinge, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think that's something that is a and and I am just I was just rereading their actual official statement. They said we will announce the release date in the coming weeks. So the you know, me maybe saying that when I'm one on from that and, you know, we've not heard anything. Well, we're still in the I weeks coming. It wouldn't <laughs> surprise me if we maybe don't hear anything until the they tend to do the bigger galaxy um the galaxy it's not note, but no, is it the galaxy note? The bigger yeah, one. Yeah, I know it's what you mean. Yeah, the it's note yeah. Yeah, the stylists, they tend to do that Septemberish. It wouldn't surprise me if that becomes a you know Relaunch. let's just ride this out and we're we're having to it it, it always looked like uh it looks to me it still looks like a great device but it's a it's a beta right now it feels like uh
0: it looked like a, a a production prototype didn't it as in oh no no even yeah. a production prototype the one before the production prototype that they ended up thinking actually this is all right and then they rushed it a little bit because they wanted they knew that someone else was going to put a similar device yeah. out there
1: and they're all chasing they chasing something new because the, sure. the the current smartphones have got similar and stagnating. Um the the one thing I did so I think it was Lenovo it had a, a prototype, I can't remember which YouTuber had it, it's a prototype um laptop. And it was basically it's a flexible screen. And people again are going, yeah. Mm. but for me it was like no, it went it went from a, you know, like uh I can't remember the dimensions, and it went from a The one side of the screen was your keyboard Mm -hmm. and you had like a, I don't know, like a 13-inch type laptop to a full fold out and you had a proper and I thought that looks phenomenal.
0: We've been talking about folding technology for a while and seeing that phone, you know, from remotely, it did look like you had the best of both worlds. You had a phone-shaped device that then opened up into a tablet, which is, you know, offers both flexibilities. Um, But it, you know, everyone from that first keynote did think it was... They're perhaps a bit premature and, and surely it was going to yeah. cause problems and, and and lo and behold it did.
1: It, it reminds me of tablet PCs way back in the day where Bill Gates would stand there and then, you know, 13, thirteen, fourteen years later, Apple come out with an iPad yes, and say, like, that's us now got the technologies that we can we do. We can with now that do early. what you wanted us Vision to do. Yeah. Was. Yeah. I'm not saying we're fifteen years away from having a folding phone, but
0: No, things have feels, reduced in timescales, yeah. It was early. Yeah, okay. Um but we also have had um quite a few you know big events it's event time of year and um facebook um fate developer conference f eight um happened and we we've the, facebook are definitely going through quite a restructuring exercise from top to bottom or it certainly seems like that floating on their their focus is um is changing and they the actual facebook application itself they look like they're redesigning around um group groups and events rather than the sort of traditional friend feed that 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 we've been focusing on to date so that's that's quite a that's quite a change
1: uh, yeah so I mean and we've seen that update now released to people so their your facebook app or the website however you access it so it's, the news feed seems to be i wouldn't I mean I wouldn't say it's dead but they've definitely taken away when I think back to what I was getting, there was lots of stuff about because your friend liked this, mm. you're seeing it, and I'm seeing less of that, and it is all around groups and events. Yeah, so if, you, be, if you're if you not
0: a member of those groups or and you don't really partake in Facebook events and stuff like that, then then I guess things have changed. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you may be not seeing the same thing as you'd expect, but I ha- I am a member of quite a few groups, and it is true that they are much more prominent in what I'm seeing day to day, for, and for better getting, and worse, to be honest. Yeah, and there's an encouragement. I'm sure when I go in, it's like talking... It,
1: Every, not every time, but when I, when I pop in, it's like, here's where groups are and you can join new groups. It's yes. like, you know, please, please come and join us. You know, it's- I
0: think we've seen with with events and, and they, you know, it's quite a useful feature that now for quite a lot of people. Um, And with things like the marketplace, which we've seen come in, and this is quite successful as well. Um, It is. I just I just wonder where, where are we going to get that friend feed then if because that's where we've been traditionally using Facebook for up to now. So where are people going to go and get that from instead?
1: Well, I still, I, mean, I still get those updates. I mean, I'm not seeing it. I'm not I, the the bit that's changed for me is the newsy stuff with like the kind of the viral posts mm-hmm. and the, not seeing the fake news, but those kind of. To me, they went on the, the last two three years. They were trying to focus on the this is where you'll get your news. This is where you'll get you know where local events are happening. This is where when when you you know if Chris you looked at a political post or something else would be saying, oh, Chris liked this mm-hmm. so. So we should send it to you as well. That seems to have died down for me and it's made it far less noisy. I used to go in and I actually I and I I know I've shared this week before. I used to kinda Facebook I didn't really enjoy it. And I'm not saying enjoy it now, but it's it's not as like ugh, when I go in. I I'd always go in and go, none of this means anything to me. As in it's relevant. It's just it's just alien. I
0: guess the good thing about groups is that you know, you you you'll meet people there with a shared interest. Um, to whatever the group is and and but they won't be necessarily just your friends and family so i guess it does expand out the kind of people you're in contact with and i guess that's one of the criticisms of facebook recently has been that you're just so much in that bubble that that you really aren't exposed to all those external people that you know and so someone who has the same interest in your hornby train set group is going to have a load of different political views that your friends set you know i'm not into hornby Trains, by the way, just I don't know why, but it popped up in my head because there was that story about that train conference that got destroyed the other day. Did you see that on the news? Just weird rat- I, vandals went and destroyed it. I felt quite sorry for. I, them.
1: I feel quite sorry for. Them. And they raised sixty grand on some like fundraising site, and Rod Stewart donated ten thousand pounds <laughs> because he has got a massive train
0: set. There you go. So it is a thing because these guys spend their whole life doing it. We, I mean, we all. I, I'd have a little chuckle at that, that but then, yeah, I play games and do nothing else. <laughs> uh, instagram me, this,
1: is, this is this is taking a decidedly different turn tonight
0: instagram yes. has got new camera features and less prominent likes they're trying to get rid of things that they reckon the metrics that sort of make people stressed and worried um, those kind of things that we keep hearing in the news so they're trying to play down some bits but they're going to make it easier to add pictures and hopefully make it so it's uh, less stressful to do so
1: yeah, and I, so I've actually toned my, and partly it it's just I was getting fed up with Instagram as a platform, so I've toned down my usage And partly it was I'm not getting out and about as I as I as I planned to. So I'm kind of again beating myself up about it. And then I'm like, I don't need this. i yeah. go out when I want to go out. I'm put, not going to get on yeah, myself. pictures that when you want, yeah, yeah. But I'm amazed at the amount of photographers. So I just set up that separate account who are, I'm not saying stressing, but get really hacked off at the lack of engagement. Mm. No, my last photo was. You know, got, you know, 800 likes. This one's only got 200 likes. Ha- the, the hashtags that I carefully curate and try, you know, I'm, I'm not getting engagement from it. What are they doing? This is ruining. And I'm like, easy, fella. You know, you just feel like saying this is, and I think I it would be a positive thing. I know Twitter are talking about doing the same, taking away the likes and retweet counts just so it's like, stop worrying about these metrics. If it gets liked a thousand times or it gets liked once, what does it matter?
0: I guess if it's your business, though, or part of your business model, it does matter. Yeah,
1: but and I think, but I think that's driving again. It's back to that's driving probably the wrong behaviour. That's not why they stood these things up to try and, but it's that's the way it's turned into. And if I've got. Seventy thousand followers, I can call myself an influencer. Yeah. If I've got five thousand followers in Glasgow, I get invited to like food events. Yeah, but
0: ultimately there is a big, there's a big yeah, but there's a, ultimately there's a big business around that, and people are chasing that as a living. And and you there
1: know. is, but there's there's something about a kind of fake reality that we end up yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 there's up
0: definitely a downside to it, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and so I, I don't know. I've, I'm actually quite positive about some of that. To say let's just make it a bit more real. Yeah
0: i i don't disagree with you by the way i think it's you know i'm I'm on the same track i'm just you know trying to be the devil devil's advocate there
1: i felt you on my shoulder
0: facebook messenger is gonna focus on close friends now so that's me stuff (laughs) so um they're also optimizing the the little app on ios so that it's actually a lot more it's a lot smaller and it's actually well physically and in the kind of memory stakes as well is a lot more efficient um and yeah the idea being that some of your conversation that you would have happened on your friend feed is now going to be focused a little bit more around messenger
1: yeah again it's um it feels like a kind of small tweak and change but very different to the facebook of last year before but it was like every app has to have every feature Mm. you know like you know the messenger app has to have everything, so you can do all the photos and face contortions that, and then Instagram needed all the messaging features, mm. and we'll have it in Facebook. It's like this is, oh, and they had the what WhatsApp is, on the
0: side as well, and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, it's just too much. So yeah, again. I, I i know i did wonder because they didn't really cover it too much here but they're talking about everything's empty and encrypted and we're going to share it all so it just feels like they're, they're kind i of guess again privacy
0: wise these... facebook as this broadcast platform is getting them into trouble so but if they turn it into a messenger platform then really everything's hidden away to just the people that you're trying to talk to and gets rid of some of the issues again that, that we're seeing in society i guess yes um oculus rift s and oculus quest um so we're seeing those being delivered now i think they're all starting to come out so these are the <coughs> sort of next generation um of their kind of hardcore and sort of slightly less hardcore vr devices uh good prices so starting at 400 dollars for even their their top quality model and it's got inside out tracking as well so you don't need to have all that room set up and all those sensors around so it's a lot more efficient setup you still need a beefy computer um, but but it's certainly reviewed okay, I think, from what I've seen.
1: Uh, yeah, and um, as you say, the price, the price and the ease of setup, the fact that you can just kind of pop it on rather than doing any of the...
0: Without losing any of the accuracy, which obviously was the yeah. most important thing, uh, and the higher resolution um, and the sort of less of that, uh, the, the kind of ghosting and banding that they had before.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it certainly feels more akin to maybe the what the vision was mm-hmm. you know and the first ones were definitely again not beat but they were a this is about as much as we can do right now but we know that roadmap is going to take us to a you know self-contained do it all and as you say reviewed reviewed well it just it just feels like there's a there's a there's a kind of bubble not a bubble burst but there's a little bit of realism around what actually what the market is now for them yeah
0: so okay you still need a cable and you still need a high res a high spec pc but now you can just pop it on and it's a bit more portable so yeah i'm looking forward to trying one uh i am not going to buy one uh, i'm assuming yeah, <laughs> yeah. um uh facebook are also doing dating um so they did announce that. i'm not sure if it's out already um but it certainly can't be that far away but they're Basically, they've got all this user profile data and they were sort of thinking, well, why not do dating? And that's what they're going to do. But they're also going to do a secret crush. So a bit more like um, the kind of Tinder idea where, you, you you know, you say you like someone and then if they like you back, then you get to know. Um, but otherwise, that goes stays hidden. So they I quite, it, it seems to be a fair match. But as, as Facebook themselves say, you know, we're asking a lot of you to trust us, <laughs> even though we've not done everything in the past that would make us trustworthy. But yeah, give it a go. That's what they're saying.
1: I, I, I don't know if you watched or remember any of, the, of F8 this year, but there was a real... the So there, it, on stage, it was basically, there was a lot of mea culpa and, as you say, we don't trust. And there was one comment just around trust where he was waiting for, like, a laugh or response and there was a stone <laughs> silence. And there was a kind of uncomfortable, like... <laughs>
0: oh it, i did not land. yeah yeah so uh, yes um uh, yes I, I i didn't actually watch very much of it but yes certainly i heard in the reports how much everything was wrapped up in this we're changing we realize we've not been perfect in the past and we're going to aim to be much better in the future kind of kind of line um probably could have only been emph- you know enhanced by some sort of evil laughter coming out from behind one of the screens just as they were making these announcements Going, Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you believe anything we tell you um Microsoft have also had their um event, Microsoft Build two thousand nineteen. Um and they've been chatting about all the things they're doing. So let's have a quick rundown there. Um starting with Cortana, um, that really overused digital assistant. Um so gonna make it more more structured and make it you can actually have a conversation with it. Sound I must
1: have I have I never use Cortana in any issue before.
0: I only ask her to take uh, gaming <laughs> snippets when we're playing online and,
1: and to be fair you usually have two or and three she goals.
0: really doesn't do a good job of that now. so she's in fact it's got worse <laughs>
1: recently it has it <laughs> has um so and, and i get what they're trying to do and they're trying to tie it into roundabout you know it's now more an assistant and the demo they showed did looks like um so it's back to the you know can it land outside that demo environment and be useful for me and you uh, uh, yeah.
0: I imagine we're going to be seeing more and more websites with those kind of online chat facilities and even phone systems with these things. So even if there's no consumer based, you know, they're not on a handset, you know, directly at the moment, like Android has got its Google and uh, is, you know, Hey Google, I don't want to say it too much because it's going to trigger that thing. Um, And um, you know, series on, on the iPhone. It's so Cortana other than Xbox doesn't have a massive delivery. I guess, I guess, it is used on PC, but who uses a personal assistant on their actual PC? I mean, not your or, or yeah, Mac. No, I, don't I use it on Mac at
1: all. No, I've got Siri on my Mac, and it's like and it's like the last thing I would launch. Yeah. I would I would rather pick the phone up and ask it something rather than asking in the PC. So I
0: think we'll see it much more in that consumer help lines, consumer, and I think and and there's no doubt that the technology they build up for these applications will get used in multiple places behind the scenes so it's not like it's all just about consumer facing front and we're talking
1: about that calendar entries and making reservations and i'm not saying people do that outside of work but you tend to do more of that in a work type environment
0: um and as we knew already microsoft is moving internet explorer over to chromium chromium um so that's now quite a few of the big browsers all all using chromium now isn't it i mean i know for Safari's now branched it but it's still off a chromium base so it's quite handy uh,
1: yeah I, and I, again I, I, I love that direction because the fact that they've taken edge it, 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 so edge has failed and the fact that they've built you of know, baked chromium in and you've now got a fast underlying browser but they're putting some enterprise security around it. And even like they've got an IE mode, which I know you'll be sitting there going, Jesus, IE. Um, but there's still some corporate apps that just yeah. will not work in anything else yeah. but IE. And um, it, that's now just baked in. Basically, they've got a kind of IE mode baked in. It uses that rendering engine. So you can still have Chrome and everywhere else. And they're doing some really smart stuff, you know, even just baking in. Um, you know, some, you know, ad tracking, you know, like locking out ad trackers and blockers, you know, so similar to something like a ghost today or some of the other ad blockers that are there. And to have that in the kind of first party, you know, Internet Explorer type app, yeah. it's just really good. And, and the speed's good as well. The speed yeah. is really good. And
0: they've, um, you know, and they've announced that they will be making... return back to the mac platform with it with it which is it's out which is okay it's just i mean effectively a branding exercise and i am sure it'll give everyone the shudders from the last time they released a browser on but uh, but the big
1: difference i'm seeing with microsoft is but and it it won't be it won't be for everything but they're when they're saying they're going to do it they're delivering Mm -hmm. um i see a real difference to some of the old microsoft conferences there's an awful lot of. This is coming out and it never really landed. Well, they, were always,
0: they were still doing the thing they've always done, which is sell the vision and then not have yeah. the back, you know, not backing up for the next ten years. But actually, they they've moved away from that. And, and
1: and I'm I'm probably being hard. It was definitely back in the Bama days of you know, like Apple's got an iPad. We've got all these tablets yeah. that are like prototypes that nobody's going to yeah. make or buy. <laughs> yeah, just just it's back to like let's just keep the share price bubbling along. Yeah. Just just bull. Um, but the current Microsoft are not. I love what they're doing right now.
0: Including making new terminal applications. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> In this highly uh modernized desktop environments. We still rely on our terminal windows. Um, and
1: again, my my little enterprise geek kind of like was like hoo hoo yeah. and the bacon and you know uh Linux as well. Yeah, so they're so allowing see-
0: you to have this one terminal application that allows you control over your your PC, gets command shells and that's yeah, Linux are crossing as well. So
1: and if you're a developer, you you probably, especially web, you would probably always say Mac first, Mac first. And you're looking at Windows now and going, actually, you know, I can I can buy a laptop with a keyboard that works. Yeah. And Windows 10 is performing really well. Um, I, I should just point out, uh, <laughs> Apple announced new laptops today. <laughs> okay. Um, I haven't even noticed. But it's, but but um exactly um just CPU updates and the same keyboard but tweaked again. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, we're really focusing on next making it pigs. Rep- repairable, and we've got different materials in it to fix the issues we've got. And you're like, "Wow, they are pushing so it!" So it's into it's into next year before they do some sort of fundamental redesign of something that keeps breaking for people. Mm. Anyway, um, so no, I, again. I know it's really geeky, but just that new terminal, which is all fully customizable, you know, supports themes, which some people will be like, oh, who cares? When I'm using um, Visual Studio Code now as my text editor, I can customize it, I can baptize in any way, shape, or form. Yep. Hundreds, thousands of plugins, it's great. And I, and every so often I'll still see somebody going, t- I saw it yesterday before, somebody I follow on Twitter just going, just try VS Code. Yeah. Wow, where did that mm. come from? Yeah uh, so
0: I've not I mean to be honest they Microsoft have never been bad at the obviously code they 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 were one of the big pioneers of you know um ids and all that kind of stuff so uh, it's not surprising they've got it nailed really um they are uh, yeah they are, they're releasing an online version of that right the um visual studio online so you can actually do an online and collaborative um sort of subset of those tools it's not the fully featured one but it's i think it's again pretty pretty slick from what i saw Uh, yeah
1: the demos demos look really smart so
0: okay um and a fluid framework like what's fluid framework so (laughs) i (laughs) i give you all the interesting ones uh, I know and
1: again this is probably more it's more developer and back end so people be like Ugh. it's all about trying to work together as teams so as, as a development team you can start to co-author co-write and um, so again part of that is driving. So are these um, underlying
0: APIs and services rather than actual product like you know you know offices obviously doing that kind of collaborative work but is this is this more of a kind of core framework? Yes,
1: and it's also trying to tie in some of the stuff you mentioned around Cortana and some of the other, you know, extend some of the other services and link them together. So they're trying to make it more straightforward that you can call this task, call this task, call this task. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, and again, they're trying to you know make it available for others. They're saying they've got it integrated into their office tools, which they would do. Um, There's a, a development kit available later this year and they showed some stuff at Build around like live translation in Word. So as people were putting in their, you know, different languages, it was live translating it, you know, so hooking into, I guess, Azure for that kind of stuff and, you know, doing that live translation. It was a really impressive, you know, demo. And I guess
0: continues to show their direction of, you know, releasing technologies which they're utilising already for other people to to make use of.
1: And a big push in the web, you know, really, you know, and I'm not saying Microsoft haven't been the web, but, it's one of those, it's like Google, you take it for granted, and I think Amazon, you take it for granted now that they are cloud and mm-hmm. web first. And I still think Microsoft have been seen as the, yeah, you've got an operating system and you've got, you know, you've got hardware and you're not ready. It's like, no, we are, we are, they are there.
0: Donet 5 as well. Um, so basically, they're they're trying to make this. Fully, well, as fully as they can, cross-platform, so that it's sort of yeah. takes away some of the restrictions that we've seen in the past um, around. You know, if you build it on this platform, then it's going to be restricted to this, that, and the other. Um, but they're trying to get rid of that, so it's as widely distributable as possible.
1: It's just, just a, a, again, a, again, very geeky, but it's a really different Microsoft because in the past it would always be like Windows first, and the others will come. And they're saying no, oh, these are coming, and they're coming, you know, same day and date. You know, we're going to support all these different languages. Uh you know, so and, and I mean it's the three promises that I've that I've kind of put in there. So Java interoperability on all platforms, Objective C and Swift mm. interoperability on multiple operating
0: systems. You know, so that's that's not just a matter. So it takes Swift and means that yeah, you can you can use it anyway.
1: You know, so real real big like, we'll take something that somebody else has pioneered and we'll push it. Mm. You know, real really, really great stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well that was Turned, I've turned it, I
0: <laughs> You do sound like it. Um, yeah, and then uh, Google, Google I.O. happened as well while we've been away. Um, and they announced lots of things, including the Pixel 3a, uh, just a day after I bought the Pixel 3, uh, which was nice of them, wasn't it? Good timing. It was perfect timing. And then I proceeded to smash the glass back to prove that it had a glass back on my Pixel 3, whereas the 3a is only a plastic back and probably wouldn't have smashed had I dropped that one. So that also proved that I bought the most expensive one. Um, it certainly, that made me happy. Do you know what, Chris? You can't hate money. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the be- one of the only features that the Pixel 3 has over the 3a is the fact that it's, water- it is- it's water-resistant. And I can it's promise not, you that mine is anymore. no longer water-resistant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: but but the, and i guess the thing about the three the three a was the price so yeah. it was that they're starting at 400 quid or 400 dollars
0: they're in that real key area you know where we've seen everyone else moving up and up the spectrum so we're on and talk about one plus later but they, they came in at that we're a premium phone at really cheap prices and now you look at one plus and well they're charging seven hundred dollars for their latest phones um pixel Pixel Three was expensive, and I think it didn't sell well because of it. um So it was sort of yeah, six to eight hundred quid. And they have now what they've done is they've produced the 3A, which is effectively, to all intents and purposes, the same phone as you would end up using, but just built the only the bits you need and none of the bits that you that that's their sell point. You know, only the bits you yeah. actually need on a phone, uh, and their camera is not affected by it. So it's you know it's it really is a, a good deal three nine nine for a you know pretty top end phone um you you can't go wrong with that
1: no and i think you've nailed it it's got a good battery life um, it's got a camera that is that is excellent so it's not like they've cut down the camera they've just said there's only got one so rather than having like three and doing all fancy things with it it's just said one camera but the
0: pixel only has one as well it does uh, and yeah, i've used but... it quite extensively it's, it's using processing power to generate the picture rather uh, absolutely
1: than a... so it's got night sight and does all And the that's amazing and i have to say it's pretty unbelievable mode all that kind of good stuff um The CPU isn't as fast as others, but most folk aren't going to notice. And again, if you
0: do a side-by-side, you know, you're talking microseconds rather than anything. So again, my phone does have a slightly faster processor, but I'm never going to sit it alongside a Pixel 3a to ever tell, you know?
1: So um, it'll be interesting just to see, you know, over time, just how the sales figures go. Um, But I, I, I just thought, you know, to me, it's a smart move. If
0: I was buying an Android phone now, I would find it hard to recommend anything other than that. You know, that just phone. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I had a work colleague who tried it and absolutely hated it, and went back to Samsung. But he's been a Samsung user for years. But I don't has got maybe maybe
0: to the extra stuff on it. But I can't see what yeah. more you gain. And you know,
1: no, no can I? You know, to me, it's back to I I would rather have vanilla Android and um, and updates. The Google that, you know, from yeah, me is and great. the
0: updates are coming out much quicker and everything. So, yeah. Uh, They also announced their Nest Hub Max. So this is kind of similar to their old screen, you know, the screen home help, but it's got a camera integrated. So whereas when these screen, these home assistants came out first, they were in, they were trying to, well, they made great pains to say that the central thing that looks like a camera on it is not a camera. It's just a light sensor. And now they've, you know, we're in that environment now where everyone's feeling a bit more comfortable about putting a camera uh in their house um and they're kind of selling it as this this you know does security stuff does your you know assistant stuff does this is a speaker as well all those kind of things they're saying it's all tied together uh look you know it, again i'm not that keen on getting the camera but then the security aspect does interest me so
1: yeah to me there's something just interesting about these devices with screens hmm. You know, just i I don't know. I'm going to have to get one at some point, just to kind of give it a—do I uh, really?
0: Mine is just is just sat there as a glorified um, picture frame, you know, and it does a good job because it hooks straight into my Google Photos, which is where everything of mine ends up. So it does a does a nice thing, but effectively, I don't really use it for anything else. Um, Again, I, I end up talking to things rather than looking at things now, and it's not big enough for me to watch YouTube on and stuff like that. Uh, Android Q uh, the beta is out uh, brings a dark theme yes seems to be the latest thing that everyone wants that isn't um, digital well-being mode so you can control uh, usage across different varying metrics um, smart reply what's smart reply
1: I've no idea mm, there we go we
0: has got smart reply um, here we go a standalone reply app we'll find out all about that and maybe talk about it another day
1: (laughs) no so i can see so it's like this is back to the it's reading the context and saying you now want to use you know you want to you'll say well we meet such and such and it's basically putting up so it's the same as they've done inside of their email applications
0: now when or or on their text so it will automatically come with them no i remember it
1: now the demo showed you so instead of you looking up things it's trying to say i know you're going to want this app next so here's the context of it
0: okay um live subtitles on all videos is going to be offered by android as well and that doesn't have to be necessarily uh you know across the control platforms it can be any video you're watching um and it will subtitle it to help deaf users also help users who want to view videos in sort of public environments and don't want to put the volume up um i have seen in hangouts that we use during our work it will automatically subtitle now um your call as it is going on it's very impressive I, I,
1: I, I know maybe you're different to me that still blows my mind yeah yes no I, it, it does me as well it.
0: and it, it was like i say very accurate it got some things wrong but in general you know it shows what the <laughs> if you're a conspiracy theorist it shows that you know they really can log everything that's going on yeah you know um but yeah, that's certainly an impressive tool and certainly from the accessibility point of view, it's, it makes it opens up so many more things. You know, even YouTube which has got some subtitling and it is enhancing it over time, you know, to be able to just automatically you now subtitle all that is pretty pretty clever. Um, project mainline is also being released this is to get updates out to you faster so this will be updates via the play store and across different aspects of your device rather than sort of major updates you know you can update um sort of different areas like uh what their media components they've asked so maybe if they've got some new um more optimized features or whatever camera bugs things like that so they'll be Instead of one massive overarching update, it'll be in smaller packages.
1: And, and to me, we've heard this, I think we've heard this a couple of times before at their I.O. that they've just said, you know, we can't wait for Samsung, we can't wait for HTC to do their big update, which takes, you know, months and months and months. We'll split this off, we'll split this off. This just seems another attempt because mm. I still think they've got that as a challenge.
0: Yeah, and, and, and there's nothing to say that they won't just strip that part of it out. Whether they'll be able to, I don't know, but... Yeah. Um, Google Maps is going to get an incognito mode. So again, going around the privacy side of things, so you'll be able to do that. And also you'll be able to strip out your data automatically after periods. So rather than it's continually storing data, you can say after three months or whatever, you can please yeah. remove everything.
1: And 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 just on that, they mentioned incognito a number of times and I think people were basically saying they haven't responded because Apple's Apple's gone was getting too much traction every time they're saying we're the privacy company. Yeah. You know, Google aren't, Facebook aren't. Um, and it was interesting this week i didn't add in because it was like we we know it but but there was this kind of it was at cnet kind of stumbled on there's a purchases tab against your Google account and it's not stuff you've bought via google it's stuff that they have mined out your gmail account right and they know all these purchases and they're saying all we're doing is helping you we don't use it in any way for ad tracking but it still felt really creepy that you've you've taken that out my email account Mm -hmm. you have you know that i have you no, know, I don't know. Bought a router and bought these plants and bought a picture. And was it? It wasn't through Google. It was you've, you've mined my email. Mm-hmm. Just felt that felt a bit. That's a step too far for me.
0: Google Lens is uh, getting an update. So Google Lens, we haven't spoken about this for a while. Actually, we've we've talked about it in the past about these freaky abilities for to be able to translate in place. So if you can point at your Google camera at say a foreign sign, and I've done this in Japan and places like that um and it just automatically translates in place that sign it's very very spooky spooky tech uh they've given an update to that um to yeah and, and i guess to bring it back into the limelight as well because it's I, I have i've got a lens app on my phone but i haven't used it for ages
1: and and so i mean the the thing i quite liked was you, you point at a receipt and it'll tell you it'll like put a tip on and split the bill Nice. You know, so and again you know lots of people in the past would be well get a calculator out or you would try to do it and and it's like just do it for me it's a, just one yeah, of these nice things yeah. and hover over a magazine and it'll it'll bring images to life that you know and again that's I get, getting away from like QR codes and mm-hmm. stuff it's now recognising enough there to say I, I don't need QR codes I don't need to point at things to go and trigger it I can just.
0: I I think that's a nice tech effort, but I'm not sure it's ever going to really be used, you know, widely.
1: Uh, No. So again, I don't know if it's like back to the, is that going to be something where you're in a restaurant or something and you'll want to, you know, you pop over it and it'll show you a more, you know, a more interesting. Well, they've said
0: that in a restaurant, they will have contextual information. They'll even bring up pictures uh, of something you're ordering. So maybe put a picture next to the item on the menu. Show you the chef, actually, (laughs) as you... (laughs) Yeah, this is all the ingredients—the the live sheep before getting slaughtered. Uh. <laughs> I don't think they'll go down that route. But uh. <laughs> Um coming to the web. Do you remember Duplex from last year? So, yeah, it was that—it was the one where they called a the salon, didn't they, to organise a haircut, even though and yeah. it phoned a real salon and got a real appointment without the person actually having yes. to do anything.
1: And it got lots of skepticism because, especially again, I, there was a lot of Apple folk going, "Come on, that that was a canned demo." And yeah, because Apple never don't ever do any, that. <laughs> no, but they never released any evidence, yeah. and it all felt really like this. This isn't there, and it, it, what they basically said is it's now um, it's now on the web rather than so it can make human like. So it's still talking uh, about
0: making or placing orders for you online. Um, uh, yeah it's...
1: but it's but instead of the voice bit because if you remember it was doing things like artificially putting in pauses to make you sound more human-like mm-hmm. and that just felt like oh, i know why you're doing it but this is uh a step too far you know it was doing all that kind of stuff where it was like ah, oh, i don't like this um so yeah it, it's doing it on the web and i think that maybe has more potential and um, the other bit i don't know if you i don't know if you saw the demo where they basically said you can use your voice to navigate to apps far more quickly. So no, I didn't. You, it,
0: talk, you sort of talked me through that and said it was looking so very it was impressive. Like just
1: a, it was like a 60, 60 second, two minute basically demo. And it was a woman basically just starting to talk through and then just saying, show me this. And instead of you, you know, and it was like, you know, give me the route to such and such. And it was understanding you want a route. That's Google Maps. I'll go and fire up Google Maps and you want Chris's address. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, okay, book an Uber. And it automatically, and it wasn't over the partner, I think, it was Lyft. So it was Booker Lyft um, to Chrissy. So and it was like automatically it popped up Lyft, selected the right thing. And you're like. Yeah. So it like, shows a direction. That's, yeah. That's getting really nice. Understanding that, not having a conversation, but understanding the context, getting the right app not you know getting to the right things and and they were basically saying this is far easier than swiping around and yeah you, you know but eventually, eventually you're feels... just going to end up
0: be talking to your phone rather than actually just but it still it. feels for me but i don't know i still don't
1: know if it's a british thing a little bit awkward
0: yeah there's there's the awkwardness and also there's the you know just like we 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 talk about being skilled in ha- being able to google something right on online and how, what you have to type in to get your right results it's going to be you're going to have to be skilled at talking to google i know that it, it picks up context or whatever but certainly in some arenas it's going to be there's going to be difficulties that you have to work around i'm sure uh okay so that was sort of the the google event um and then netflix has been chatting to us about how they're going to go go high quality with their audio so if, if you're on TV, they're going to have uh, much higher bit rates and they're going to having 5.1 Dolby Atmos and things like that available. Seems... I'm yeah. surprised it's still all there already.
1: Uh, I was a bit as well, but then I've, t- I've tried a few and it's definitely... There is there is some new good audio getting delivered. Um, and in a... And it's... Oh, it's all It's on in the premium plan. So yeah. that's the only... Yes.
0: Which makes uh, sense, to be honest. Because... Yeah. Yeah, yeah basically it does. Uh, and in a very... Um, Appley type thing. They said well, ah, we've got high quality audio and it's it's not lossless, but it's perceptually transparent. So basically, they're saying <laughs> yeah. you can't you can't hear a thing with your own ears that would make you know.
1: And and to be fair, it's probably true. I used to be a bit of a snob around it, and then you do a test around it, and I'm like, I can't hear the difference. There, will always be more. There'll always
0: be the audio files that would you know protest exactly. against that. You know exactly. Um, right, Huawei has been in the news, massive oh. and big time. It's been making all sorts of. Uh, well, it's probably going to create international tension extraordinaire. Um, so basically, Trump has signed a, an agreement which pretty much says you can't be dealing with uh, large foreign um, <laughs> agents. And Huawei largely focuses, where well, everyone says it's towards Huawei and is going to affect them as well as a number of other people. Um, but it's is a really quick breakdown and, and you won't be able to use Huawei phones in America in, in, properly anymore because Android... Uh, sorry google is removing the um specific features from huawei's accessible you know access to android so it won't have things like play store and it won't you only got the open source aspects of it um, which kind of makes a lot of handsets potentially redundant uh, yeah
1: so as you say this was basically the, the executive order is um the government can say u.s companies um, you can't buy foreign-made telecoms equipment if we deem it a national security risk, and Huawei right now is deemed a national security risk. Um, so it made a lot of news, and, and it's all around we have all the trade wars back and forth between America and China right now. So it's all all lots of um, there's a lot of posturing around this, and again, we covered it before how the UK said we believe it's 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 there is a risk, but it's a manageable risk that in certain bits of key technology we can use Huawei, mm-hmm. you know, for a five G network. Um, And America taking a very different stance, and and again, it's back to the only they will truly know right now whether it's a protectionist stance or whether they have Mm. evidence. Yes, I mean that's
0: that's ultimately we're being led to quietly believe that they've got some sort of evidence. I'm guessing, and they certainly have suggested that they just don't trust this company. And there must other countries have come out with similar things, not in the same way, but they've come out with that reservation around um, certainly the integration that Huawei has with the Chinese government. Um, And but. You know, yeah, I find it I find it interesting and I think the timing of it is is certainly very protectionist.
1: And as you said, so so this this was what middle of last week. Yep. Um, and then um basically Sunday night it broke that Google has pulled the Android license. Yep. So it needs to use the open source version. There's lots of stuff around, you won't be able to get to the Play Store, you won't be able to get any map updates, a whole lot of services coupled. Um and and they will still support current phones, but going forward that's that's a real challenge well, for any new device. yeah there's
0: certainly question marks about whether you're going to be able to get patch results because all those are delivered via the play store they're not delivered via the you know.
1: and i guess one little update that just came out tonight was that um or, or sorry last night while we have said or sorry the american government have said you can get keep getting updates for three months because there's a there's an inherent risk there's enough people that if you couldn't get security updates, you're actually placing more risk on what they could then be vulnerable. Which is around. fine for
0: three months, but if you've just bought a new Huawei handset, it's it's not very much compensation, is it?
1: No. I, so this is, I mean, it really is shots fired around this. And I'm also seeing tonight, and I don't think anything else has changed so far, but they're now questioning um, DJI. So they're now questioning the amount of information um, Chinese drone manufacturers hold and potentially can see, mm. um. So this is starting to get really quite. um It's real
0: paranoia again, is isn't it? It's, just, it's uh, just
1: yes, but it's it feels to me it's paranoia without much evidence. Of, Ugliness
0: this way lies.
1: Yeah, and it feels like paranoia without much leakage round mm. or much evidence round. Because I, I think if there was something around you know, if I'm flying a drone, it's Captain, you know where I am and what I'm doing, it's holding it and giving it to the Chinese government. I think somebody would have probably found that by now. And, and what's said, the difference? I
0: well, really... yeah, it's, yeah, for me, like I say, I've, I've said it before, it's weird. All our governments are doing exactly the same things <laughs> that China are doing. And I, I'm not forgiving China for some of their uh, human rights abuses and all those kind of things. All I think is that the end result is that things look very, very similar no matter where you live around the world.
1: And, and this is this is you know so see if they were taking some sort of you know ethical we're doing this because of human rights but they're not it's it's, it's down to I mean it, it, I've got to be honest the way Trump's running things it wouldn't even surprise me if he's just deliberately putting this out to short the stocks right now yeah yeah absolutely because cause the tech stock prices from last week to this week when I mean, mm-hmm. Apple dropped even just last night I think they were down sorry from Sunday night to Monday night, were down four percent and they're back up three percent today. <laughs> That volatile, then that people can make you know, obviously millions on yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. On on those kind of trades, I I, I I've got that much mistrust in how <laughs> yeah. how that government and how that guy and that family operates that it would not surprise me if it's I just mean, a let's let's do this because I've got a hold of shorts in place around tech stocks at the moment. If
0: China closes off their market to America, it's really not going to be a good thing for yeah. anyone. I mean, away
1: from tech, I mean, the, the big sneaker manufacturers have come out today and, and there's a, I think it was a 25% tariff that was talked about on um, trainers, which are all manufactured in China. And they're like, you're going to kill well, us. Yeah, all the,
0: all the phones are manufactured in China, aren't yeah. they? So even from Apple's all done in China. Is it, uh, or is, uh, maybe I've got that wrong, but I'm pretty sure they are.
1: Um, um, so, so Foxconn have got bases in China, um, mm. India. And I think they've always talked about this opening win in America. Remember, Trump did his big play. I've convinced him, but they've not opened. Not
0: anything. done it no. no. So yeah, as you say, ugliness. Ugliness. This way lies one plus seven. Um, Pro has been released. This is so one plus again. Like we said earlier, they were. A, Manufacturer which was doing premium handsets for cheaper prices, but over time it's just crept up and up in price, and now they're still they're still under um, under premium pricing. So they're six six nine starting and uh, seven four nine for the top of the range. So still still you know a few hundred dollars underneath where it was, but certainly not the five hundred dollars that they were used to be. Uh, and they've and also grown are, as well. These are massive phones. Yeah, and these are stunning. They are amazing phones. There's yeah. no getting away with this. I guess the only bit I found a bit odd
1: because it, it's a it, there's no um, no like cutouts or holes mm-hmm. or notches but it's a pop-up camera and i was just like
0: see <laughs> so i've oh. not seen the pictures yet because I, I again having been burnt on on phones recently <laughs> i wasn't have i wasn't I, in fact i deliberately made the decision not to wait for the one plus because i knew it was going to be a massive phone and as i said before so i wanted a smaller phone so, 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 so
1: just to let you see see if you just click on that link okay i'll have a look i'll look at the pop-up and link. it'll take you to the verge article and if the, the, the youtube video won't play but you'll see the pop-up oh yes i see that would think <laughs> that uh, I, I, uh yeah <laughs> not no lighting. um but ho. yeah
0: um but then again you don't get the notch then and and maybe it,
1: know, exactly and how many times do you use a front facing camera and then when you see it, if you scroll down when you see the actual image of just all screen it's like yeah that it, is a nice
0: phone yeah and and you know they they've clearly nailed it but it, it's come at that price um and they're positioning themselves now as that premium handset um you know real top of the range and and the underlying stats of it are are very impressive um for sure there's no there's no getting away from it that's it's an impressive phone probably one of the most pieces of impressive hardware out there really it it, it, it honestly looks It's do back to think i i still
1: can't see by a pixel if i as you say if Steve if I was buying an android phone right now mm-hmm. So a number of things I don't like about Samsung and and what they put on a phone, um, I, I would I'm drawn to being, cool with Google because it's you know they, they make Android you're going to get things first the hardware I'm not saying it's reference hardware but it's it's a good set of hardware. But the OnePlus looks absolutely yeah, gorgeous. Yeah,
0: but whether they're going to keep up with the updates? Because I know from my OnePlus before, um, they said they were going to keep up with the updates, but they really didn't. It was quite slow to yes. to receive updates, even though it had yes. all the hardware requirements, everything like that. They just didn't have the development cycle up to keep up with the updates. Whereas I've already had updates, plenty, plenty on my Pixel. It's you know it keeps getting the latest you know stuff. So um, so that's just you know that that is the Android market in a, in a nutshell, really, isn't it? um yeah so they did they released the the OnePlus pro sorry OnePlus plus seven pro and then also the OnePlus plus seven which is just a slightly uh lower um specced one but you've got the option there um for a slightly cheaper and,
1: and again it's slightly smaller slightly cheaper so now you said that they've, they've went big because i know lots of people are now like how big are these phones getting because some of them are you, know, you see them sticking out of people's back pockets yeah, it's just you know, and you're like this is getting ridiculous this is getting huge um so but again good set of stats against it and it's 500 quid yep so that that is
0: much more where they're in their previous heartland as it were Um, yes yep um yeah and i say the size the the pixel the pixel is quite a lot smaller than my previous phone um and it does make a big difference even a small difference to the size do you prefer it it, yeah definitely i I really do Uh, I'd, i'd like it even smaller again genuinely um i'm looking for that next phone to be even smaller Ed, palm, Pam's a good option. EA subscription service coming to PS4 in news that um, I didn't realise this subscription service wasn't on there. But um, apparently for the last three or four years, e, uh, Sony have been saying yeah, not enough value coming out of this for us to say that we want to recommend it. But in an about turn, they have now said, yes, we want to bring that EA uh, access to, to to a PlayStation.
1: Yeah, so so I mean, it's it's thirty dollars a year, five dollars a month. I think I pay twenty two quid a year, um, UK price for on the Xbox, and it's been I mean, there's, there's fifty odd games in there. So Star Wars, Burnout Paradise Remastered, Sims, Battlefield One, the most recent EA Sports. they kind of lag six months to a year behind, but but it's
0: pretty much it's not that. I mean, if you're after the late, very latest game, then yeah, sure, you like say the lag is important. But for most people, it's not really
1: yeah so um I, I think it's a great set of value to be honest I,
0: I always thought it was quite good value even from from the beginning and and they've definitely kept it up to date so it hasn't sat there lagging and also you get the discounts on purchases on xbox i don't know if that's carrying over to playstation as well but often that makes you know if you buy regularly enough it, it makes the uh the five dollars worth it yeah yeah there we go um more, you know, more impressively, between Sony and Microsoft, they they are going to team up on their streaming game services, um, and they're going to be using Microsoft's Azure platform both um, in a kind of teaming up to do it. Which, from a gaming perspective, is unusual. I know in the sort of in other arenas they they're used to partnering, but but in the gaming arena they've been pretty fierce rivals. So to do this and work together is quite a big step.
1: Uh, yeah, this, this was huge. This this came out last week, and it was like I must admit, I was like, "Is that is that a spoof?" My I... yeah. because I saw it on Twitter first. I'm thinking that's nah, a spoof, and then it it, it wasn't. And um, it I mean, articles cover it off. and everybody's saying it. This is the threat of Google and Amazon. Yeah, and um, Google have already announced their um, streaming platform that's coming, by all accounts, it's very impressive. There's lots of rumors that Amazon are about to you know do the same you know, and maybe they'll do it around, you know, their fire, you know, kind of TV sticks or whatever. They could easily turn around and say, by the way, you can now game on it because um, all the gaming power sit sitting in the cloud. You know, buy yep. a controller and you're you're off. Um, the, the I guess since this article came out... Um, so so just just to cover it off, so they're both going to offer separate streaming services on Xbox and PlayStation. It's not Xbox and PlayStation merging, but as you see, it's Sony using the Azure power and they're going to, I, I guess not compete but come together around their IP and their technologies and try and optimize to fight these um these young upstarts that are coming to upset their market well i
0: guess sony look at it and think right you know we don't have this backbone of you know server farm virtual computing all those kind of things microsoft do um and and microsoft are thinking, thinking we've got all this server farm and power but Sony have got all the numbers. So together, this kind of, this works as a partnership in exactly what they want to do whilst, yeah, bringing it to to Google and Amazon, who really don't have that tradition in the games market. So therefore, they, they've got, again, all the power um, and numbers, but they haven't quite got that gaming aspect. So I guess it's a, it's a kind of weird thing that's all balancing itself off against each other. So we're in for a, an interesting tussle, I'd say, there.
1: Yeah, and I mean the Google. The, I mean Google service called Stadia. It, it demoed this year and looked damned impressive. You know the whole, um, you know I'm on YouTube and I can just you know watch a game demo and basically say play now. Yeah, that, that and is three very seconds impressive. later that I'm playing it is like that is some real slick voodoo stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it it it's just one of those never saw it coming. Um. Seemingly also the uh, couple of the tidbits is that Google were um talking to Amazon first. Right. Um, before going to Azure. and the second bit was PlayStation division knew nothing about this.
0: Hmm. So, there's a so, high level agreement going on?
1: Yes, uh, and and I, and I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything you know particularly bad about that. I just think it's. I think ultimately it's good if you're a gamer to have these companies actually rather than competing. Actually, say how can we best do this and deliver. I did chuckle as well back to all the. The power of the cloud when you know when Microsoft had their first missteps around about the Xbox One and it's like all the Sony guys going, Oh, Power of the Cloud my ass. <laughs> well welcome to the clock. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Minecraft has been um Minecraft to Earth Earth has been sort of previewed. This is this is Minecraft but in the augmented reality world. So it's kind of cross Minecraft with um pokemon go type thing and that's kind of where we're at but basically you can go around with your phone and you can scope out areas and they've got things like little dungeons which you can go and fight people in you can craft uh, if well the whole job is to go around finding building blocks so you have to go around areas and pick them up and once you've got building blocks you can actually craft your own buildings and then um depending on where you are and whether you've got a fat flat bit of land in front of you you can put those buildings down in the real world uh, and interact with them up to kind of full life size. I think they said the the augmented reality goes up to about blocks of 32 meters squared in real life. So it's quite a sizable chunk of estate that you can, if you've built like a little, uh, you know, home or something, you can actually go and walk around it. Um, for real, and you can collaborate. So
1: I can invite you to collaborate in my designs. You can have interactive, you know, sessions where you can have groups all working on it at the same time. I quite like this has got. I quite like that you potential. could have.
0: Um, you could scale it all down, so you could even have it on a tabletop, and then uh, so yeah. you, so it doesn't have to be this life size things you interact with. But it it's got that kind of yeah overview um, thing that you know makes it kind of they said makes it quite funky and actually does have a an element, element of magic to it. Yeah, really intrigued to try
1: it. So I've signed up and mm. um, they're going to start selecting some beta people through this year that they intend to launch this year. Um, but I think it's got a, I mean, it's, it's it's got real potential of like, you know, could I be walking down the street and you see all these crazy designs that people have put outside their house, in their house, on their house, yeah. in a park? Um it's and they're just, also working sort
0: of... with um, the, the landscape around you so like uh, they said if you're walking down by a river well in Minecraft world you can just whip out your um, whip out your uh, your fishing rod and go and go fish in the river I mean, in a Minecrafty way it's quite funky just like Warcraft just like the Warcraft except yeah except for actually you could have to be down by the river to do it
1: <laughs> mean me skull buggery
0: sitting for two hours just fishing <laughs> boink yeah, nothing 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 <gasps> Oh, really I'm yeah. <laughs> There you go. So, yeah. Okay. So, I guess you don't want other people signing up. So, don't go and sign up. But there you go. No, go I and do sign it. up for the beta. <clears throat> I think people should be encouraged to sign up. There you go. And that is us as up to date as we can be bothered to get it. <laughs> so, thank you very much for getting uh, to the end. You've done very well. Um, have we got any picks or anything? I'm guessing not really. Uh, I could do a very quick one, okay. actually. <laughs> Um, and it's an app called Yonks.
1: Oh. Um, and it's so it's so Y O N K S Yonks. Yeah. I think it's an on iOS only, and all it does is um, it basically holds um, no, notable dates and tells you how long since or how long to. Uh, okay. So I've gotten things like it's forty nine years since Moon landing, <laughs> twenty eight years since it was to the SNES. it's twenty three years, seven months, and nineteen days since I started at my workplace. Um, it's four thousand three hundred and fourteen days since release of the iPhone.
0: So does it? Are these, will it come up with anniversaries then, and sort of tell you, oh, it's, it's yeah. Really so going. you can, and it's up. You can put in, you can customize it, or it
1: can suggest some. So it's like one hundred and sixty-two days until Brexit. <laughs> is it? Is I, it? I, I, well, it was quite funny because it it wasn't, and it wasn't, and it isn't. Is so yeah. it changed. Um, so yeah, just a nice nice little lap for holding those kind of date reminders of how long is it since. So, I don't know this sounds daft, but it's like 104 days since the jury duty because I'm convinced I get invited more frequently than I should. <laughs> so, so I want to be able to quickly just go, hold on, it's only 300 days since my last jury duty. So, that's
0: Yonks. There you go. Yonks for you. Yonks. If you want to find out more about digitaloutbox.com, you can do. Dub, 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 com. You can email us, info at digitaloutbox.com. Twitter is digitaloutbox. Uh, I'm on Twitter as CheesyUK. Ian, where do we find you?
1: Um, I'm trying to remember what I should be saying at this point. I just say <laughs> IanDick.com and you can, you, can, you can get it all from there. I think you said think you, think you put all
0: the links up there, didn't you? So you can get yeah. directed to wherever you want to go. Good for you. Um, I just want
1: to point out one thing. Oh. Since we last spoke, you've run a marathon.
0: That's true. Yes. There was a marathon involved in our gap. <laughs> We've,
1: missed We've missed the lead in this podcast, to be honest. Yeah, and,
0: and, and everything that went along with that. So all the fundraising, all that kind of stuff. And, and so,
1: so how much did you raise, Chris?
0: We basically got to about eight grand without um, the gift aid and probably about Fantastic. nine, Honestly, just over nine, really nine with, with gift aid. So yeah, looking really good. That is superb loads of money it's amazing and the actual marathon itself absolutely brilliant if you've got any inkling that you want to do it i heartily recommend that you give it a go and get out there and do it because i loved every second of it start to finish and i hopefully we'll do it again next year Uh,
1: great no honestly well done that was really good Uh, it's just it's just something we we did all the build up to it and i was just sitting there going hold on it's been it's been a while since we've done. I mean, this. it is
0: it is an awfully long way, <laughs> I have to say. It, it, it <laughs> took me four hours forty three minutes, and if you think about what you can get done in a day during four hours forty three minutes, it isn't, it's a lot of stuff. And I was running for that whole way. It's um, but but like I yeah, said, I could also point out.
1: Could, I could point out that's like Lord of the Rings and another half. So you could actually do hee haw in that four and a half. Yeah, hours. there's plenty of time. Or you could, yeah, or you
0: could run a marathon for sure. Yes, yeah. but nevertheless, when you're sat there watching Lord of the Rings and think, "Crikey, Chris is still running." Uh, the, 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 that shows how long it is, but yeah, uh, I, I heartily recommend it. It was a an uplifting experience um, uh, for, on on all number of different levels. Um, so yeah,
1: that's really good. Well done. Thank you.
0: Right, and we will speak to you again at some point.
1: <laughs> Two weeks time because WWDC ah, is a week on Monday, we
0: and I think this
1: is high potential for disappointment. No. <laughs> It's, I I do not think it will be like Game of Thrones season eight episode six.
0: Ah, come on, just just live and live and let live. It, it I is think it is. it's
1: got no, it's got red wedding potential. Ah,
0: cool. Okay, well, if you're disappointed by TV, I recommend uh, Chernobyl. It is absolutely brilliant. I'm absolutely uh, Chernobyl gripped. is I, is on point. And I only two more episodes to go, and I'm going to be mourning more than I am at Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, no Chernobyl is top cracking. Notch. So if you're not watching that, go go get it. HBO Sun Sky in the UK, so if you don't have that then subscribe. That's Torrent anyway. Torrent good Who are you? Right then. Thank you very much for listening. We will speak to you again soon. Tara. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye. Bye.